Although each of the world's countries would like to dispute this fact, we French know the truth. The best food in the world is made in France. The best food in France is made in Paris. And the best food in Paris, some say, is made by chef Auguste Gusto. Gusto's restaurant is the toast of Paris, booked five months in advance, and his dazzling ascent to the top of fine French cuisine has made his competitors envious. He is the youngest chef ever to achieve a five-star rating. Chef Gusto's cookbook, Anyone Can Cook, climbed to the top of the bestseller list. But not everyone celebrates its success. Amusing title, Anyone Can Cook. What's even more amusing is that Gusteau actually seems to believe it. I, on the other hand, take cooking seriously. And no, I don't think anyone can do it. This is episode number 137 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm here with Sarah Fate. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. And I'm Sal DiVincenzo. And uh, it was my week, my turn to pick uh, another movie chat. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know if I said it on air or off air, but I said, you know, I should, being this ridiculously huge Disney fan mm-hmm. that I am, I should pick a Disney movie. Yeah. And I kind of picked a Disney, I mean, it's a Pixar movie, but I kind of- It's uh, Disney. It's Disney. Um, and I guess if I had to put it in my list of Disney movies, it's probably number two. Okay. It's really? Not one. Yeah, it's not number one, but it's probably number two. That's high. Yeah. Yes. And the reason why I <clears throat> picked this movie- it mixes a, a number of uh, check marks for me. It checks mm-hmm. a, a, a bunch of boxes for me. And the movie is Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. What's really special about this movie for me is I was a huge, gigantic fan of Anthony Bourdain, the late mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. His shows, his recipes, his cooking, his books were fantastic. I just, I really dug it. And this was his favorite and his most realistic movie that he said uh of, of a of a of a chef and a cook that's nice he said yeah he <laughs> said it was like he said it was perfect and and I'll, I'll i'll point some 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 things out you know later on like the things that he pointed out yeah. that were so accurate right. um that it was like bizarre how accurate it was so mm-hmm. um and and you might not have noticed the things and then when you go back and watch it watch and you'll be like surprised yeah uh, Ratatouille. So let's see. When when did this come out? I should really be prepared. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I looked up when I was watching it. <laughs> yes, uh, two thousand and seven. Um, a brief overview of the film, if you haven't seen it, uh, takes place in Paris. We're introduced to a character, uh, Gusto, who mm-hmm. has a fantastic restaurant in Paris. It's it's like four star, right? Is that when mm-hmm. it starts off four star, mm-hmm. and then it starts to go downhill, and then Gusto passes away, and now it's being run by another chef, um, Skinner, right? Is that the mm-hmm. chef's name, Skinner? Uh, played um, by the amazing Ian Holm, oh. who, uh, who, was, uh, who we, we lost this year, unfortunately. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, played by Ian Holm. And we are introduced to, to this, this restaurant. And concurrently, we are introduced to a rat, Mm-hmm. A rat uh, named Remy, played also amazingly by Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite uh, yeah. comedians, and he does this. He does this so well, and it's funny because I think that the reason why the casting on this is so well mm-hmm. is that if you ever see Patton Oswalt Oswalt's stand up, you know, or read any of his books, and I highly recommend you read his books. Um, 
he, uh, he this he's like this. He's very OCD with this kind of stuff, like mm. with movies and with food and everything mm. like that. So like Remy being very particular about food and, mm. you know, don't put that garbage in your mouth, you know, that kind of thing. So we have a rat who's living in the country. He uh, something happens. There's a uh, there's a there's there's a, a a plot device that gets the rats out of the country and into the mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Remy uh, gets separated from his his family. He ends up in the city. Uh, he ends up in Paris, and now he is very close to the thing that he loves, which is food. So he he watched um, the food uh, the food shows on TV while the the woman who lived in this country house was watching. He He's kind of an outcast. His family really thinks he's kind of silly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a rat. You should just, you know, eat whatever you can eat. Stay together. The family's important, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, dad, I want to go off. I want to do all this kind of stuff. I want to be a chef. He's like, how can you be a chef? You know, mm-hmm. you're a rat. <laughs> you know, he's going back. You're a rat. You're a rat. So he ends up um, uh, being sent, uh, again, through this plot device into the city. And now he's in Paris. And at the same time, again, we go back to the other story. We have uh, Linguini, mm-hmm. which is a funny name. Uh, is a um, Linguini is a um, a young uh, a young man who was told that he should go to Gusto's and ask for a job. Give the gentleman the letter mm-hmm. that says, "Please give this person the job." Spoiler alert: Linguini is actually Gusto's son, mm-hmm. but the the irony of the whole thing is that. Linguini can't cook. I mean, he's really not. Mm-hmm. He's not good at anything. But you know who could cook? Who can cook, believe it or not? Because anyone can cook. Anyone can cook, <laughs> right, yeah. Is uh, Remy the Rat. Mm-hmm. So Remy, Remy is, is in Gusto's because he knows about Gusto's. Gusto's his famous, popular chef. He's in Gusto's. He's watching. He falls in. He starts cooking when he shouldn't be. He's literally like jumping over pots and trying to fix the soup and all this kind of stuff. And they catch him and... And and Linguini is tasked to quote unquote get rid of Remy, um, which is kind of morbid. Um, <laughs> the way it's going to happen, uh, and it turns out that uh, Linguini realizes that Remy understands him, and mm-hmm. he can cook, believe it or not, because the soup that he was making was spectacular, mm-hmm. and that's how the story goes. So. There's a, a very unique way that Remy is able to control Linguini, mm. and obviously re- this is Disney. We have to sp- suspend our <laughs> suspend our um, you know reality here while while we're watching this. And Linguini ends up becoming very popular and being successful, not because of the fact that he can cook, but because Remy is behind the scenes doing all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of romance involved. There's some great scenes of Paris. There's some great food scenes, um, and in the end. Remy opens his own little restaurant mm. and and that's that. So that's that's the movie very quickly in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Uh it's directed by Brad Bird. Mm. And I don't know if if you ladies know Oh yeah. uh who Brad Bird is, but he's incredible. He did incredible. He's incredible. He did the Incredibles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he also did the Incredibles. Um and he did Iron Giant, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies when I was uh younger it's a brilliant film it was very very challenging for disney Mm -hmm. in fact when they first announced this film it did not go over well with the executives because basically what they were saying is you're you're talking about making a movie about a rat who's cooking Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know a lot of disney is about cross promotion 
It's about connecting with, you know, mm. with other businesses. Mm-hmm. And none of the food companies wanted to wanted to keep put their hands on this at all. Mm. Like, we're not going to put Remy the Rat in a Happy Meal. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, they overcame that after the movie came out. And it was it was so successful. I think mm. it got like a 97 or a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? I mean, it was it's the, the movie's like in the top uh, five, I think, rated for for Pixar. That was the the challenge, mm-hmm. and also the title. Mm-hmm. The title was so difficult when it, when it came out. There were I don't know about the alternate titles, but it was so difficult for some people to pronounce Ratatouille. If you notice, the original uh, posters for the movie uh-huh. actually had the pronunci- pronunciation underneath the title of the oh, movie. Really? If you look at uh-huh. if you do a search, look at the older hmm. movie, yeah, and in yeah, parentheses yeah. underneath, you'll see the the pr- pronunciation here. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So I did my little spiel. Mm. What did you ladies think of the movie? This is my favorite movie you've picked so far. Oh, cool. Yes. I've never seen it. Really? You no. never saw it? No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really liked it. It was yeah. very good. I loved Remy. I love. I like Patton Oswalt, so that was mm-hmm. good. And it was really cute. I liked it. It was very yeah. nice. It's a good story. Have you have you been to uh, Paris at all? Yes. Okay. Did it do anything for you? Like, because for me, I was just like the whole time I'm swooning. Like, yeah. No, it was very. Like, I did like Paris. The scenery, <laughs> yeah, the scenery is just you know amazing. The animation in this is just yeah, really. really this good, was yeah. like one of the first movies where they really it really was bumped up a notch mm. because like the hairs on the rats yeah. when they're wet. wet. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. And also like, when, when, when another thing that I read in the trivia is when the chefs got wet, like when they're, when they're, um, their clothing got wet, uh-huh. you know, cause they're wearing like the chef's garb. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see how it would like stick to the, to the body. Mm-hmm. So he literally got one of the, like the animators to dress up in, huh. in the chef's outfit mm-hmm. and, they threw them in the pool and they like got them out and to, so they could see. Yeah, there were rats in the in the animation studio while they were making this, Aww. so they could see how rats, uh, yeah, did it. Yeah, no, you know, really, did their thing. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was very good. It's cool. Oh, yeah. cool, awesome. Sarah, did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Was this your first time seeing it, or have you seen it? No, I've seen it. when they come out. I see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. of Rocky and everything like that. So, yeah. no, I've seen this one. It's probably the third time I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So I I liked it. I liked it when I first saw it. I kind of it's kind of long. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so, it is a slower moving story than a lot I, of the other. I particularly liked ones. little little ghost gusto. Yes. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah. I like a little ghost gusto. Yeah. And I'd also like a cooking rat. Yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. Pet. So friend. ghost gusto, um, uh, played by Brad Garrett. Yeah. yeah. You'll recognize his voice right away when mm-hmm. you hear him. And what was interesting is that it wasn't actually his ghost. It was Remy's conscience. Yeah. yeah. So, because cause there was a point where he's like, you know, uh, he was like interacting with him. was like, well, I'm your conscience, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's yeah. what you're thinking, you know? So here is one of these little bit of trivia things. And one of the reasons why um, Anthony Bourdain thought this was such a, a great uh, representation of chefs. Mm. First of all, he said, if you notice when they introduce um, – is a Colette is mm-hmm. um, Janine Garofalo, mm-hmm. like Colette. And she, can I tell you, she does a fantastic job. You would not, if you didn't know, right? Yeah, I didn't it doesn't hear sound it like Janine. Yeah. No, no, yeah. So when she's describing the people who work in the kitchen, mm-hmm. like uh, he might have killed a person. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This person, you know, this, you know, and all, mm. like the different stories of the yeah. chefs. You know, Anthony Bourdain said, 
Absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> exactly how it is. Uh-huh. And also, this is what I thought. Look at Colette's arms. Uh-huh. You'll notice on her arms, she's she has scars by her wrists. Uh-huh. Um, it's not because she tried to kill herself. No. It's because what burns. Anthony Bourdain, yeah, what Anthony Bourdain explains, yeah. that is where chefs it's who have been working in the kitchen get burned. Yeah. And it's just there. It's just normal. Yeah. But he was like, that is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, the whole conversation that she has about so she kind of takes uh, Linguini under her wing mm-hmm. and explains, you know, how to hold your hands, how to hold your arms, how to uh, set up your missing um, plus, uh, how do you set, you know, your mm-hmm. station, how to set up, you know, where everything is supposed to go. And when you see people cooking and the way they, you know, push things off of the mm-hmm. off of the cutting board, the way the pots and the pans are positioned and everything like that, he was like, "This is it. This is exactly." And he said it was, and even he even had a movie. Uh-huh. He had a movie, no, right? No reservations was a movie with um, uh, what was that Catherine Zeta Jones? Oh, oh, that was his. movie? That was his movie. Oh. He wrote that. That was based oh. on his book. Yeah. Um, and he liked this movie better. Than <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you know. So yeah, everything about that where she's talking about, you know, the crust of the bread, mm-hmm. and and to oh, the other thing he said was true is like you know pay off. Pay off the the, oh, the delivery yeah. the to delivery get, person yeah, to get the, the fresher food and the, yeah. and the first choice of the fish uh-huh. and everything like that. So the whole the whole thing was was great. Mm. And yeah. um, did he talk about the sexism in the industry? Oh yeah, yeah. There there mm. is yeah. That's that's uh, yeah, definitely because that's like your personal pet peeve. Yeah, mention that. You know, well no no no. Just in general, yeah. how like women tend to cook at home, but once you enter money into the equation, yes. yeah. It's all men. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how yeah. that sort of flips. And I think she, you know, Colette even says that she's the only woman she had to work harder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's so true because if you watch all those cooking reality shows like Top mm-hmm. Chef, maybe not Master Chef, but Top Chef. Yes. Yeah, it's all it's all men mostly. Yeah. You know, you get one or two women, but it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yes. people. Yes. And and, say and, it. and frankly, she <laughs> was the most, frankly, she, of the three main mm-hmm. characters, she was the most capable. Yeah. And you don't realize it until, you know, Remy is actually learning from her too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's up in the hat. Yeah. And when she's yeah. explaining all this stuff, you see him, he's kind of like thinking yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. He's thinking, the only thing that, that she was, the only thing that was holding her back was she was yeah. afraid to um, improvise. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Remy was just like, no, I don't care. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a rat. You know? yeah. <laughs> was like, yeah, but she was totally the most capable of the three of them as mm-hmm. far as cooking is concerned. And Well, it's just interesting to, to note that like, you know, you have all these... You know, like we were talking about journals and magazines mm-hmm. last episode, how a lot of these are geared towards women and mm-hmm. housewives. Yes. But then once you enter, like I said, a profession, profession, mm-hmm. you know, it becomes more cutthroat yes. and more male dominated and yes. more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a little odd that there's no magazines geared towards men who dominate this professional field. Yeah. But yet you have all, the, you know what I mean? It's yeah, a little it's so weird. Uh, it's a weird, yeah. Sexism. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah. I see it. And 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 I think bread. I think they. I think they very well portrayed it and addressed it in this film. As oh well. yeah, no, they yeah, did. yeah. And it would not have worked if Linguini was a female, if she was a fettuccine or something. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, if, like I was thinking about that. I'm like, what yeah. it? you know. But now, right, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Linguini had to be a male. Yeah. All that being said, you know, in the end, obviously. This, uh, you know, what we ne- I never mentioned the subplot was that there is a um, 
a and it's actually I don't I can't believe I haven't mentioned this because it's one of my favorite parts in the whole movie. There's a uh, a food critic, a mm-hmm. very a very um, uh, Anton Ego. Yeah, Anton Ego, very critical food critic, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> whose um, whose uh, typewriter is shaped like a skull, and his uh, and his room is shaped like a coffin. You know, uh, played by uh, by Peter O'Toole. Mm-hmm. When he at the end of the movie, when he eats Remy's ratatouille. Mm-hmm because that's the dish that he decided to make, which mm-hmm. is a simple dish. And it's it's mentioned it's like a peasant's dish. Mm-hmm. It was a dish that, you know, if you didn't have, uh, growing up in France, you didn't have a lot of money. This was the easiest dish that you can make. But, but and again, this this totally goes back to Anthony Bourdain. And that's why, like, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want to get um, emotional here. But he says, you know, one of the things that Anthony Bourdain says, and many chefs say, mm-hmm. that you see on TV, is the simple mm-hmm. dishes... Mm-hmm. The, the peasant dishes, the poor dishes, the dishes that people had to put together because that's all they had mm-hmm. are usually the most wonderful, mm-hmm. delicious dishes. Because there's no... <laughs> yeah, but Sal, you have to know, when you watch like No Reservations and, and whatever, he likes some of the grossest street foods. And I know, I'm like, I know. Yeah, his palate, like you could give him a five-star dish, he'd be like, no, but that like, you know... Innards, the innards the of the bleep uh, yeah. on a stick looks yeah. really good, <laughs> you know, and like Marrakesh yes. and the five hundred three. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yes, <laughs> that one episode when the the, the the baby seal episode was the worst for me. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I had to turn that off. He ate oh. the baby seal raw. Remember that? Oh, when he went to like Inuit, yeah. I think. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was. I couldn't handle that. But the simple dishes. Mm-hmm. So ratatouille. They made the well, simple. Well, they dish. say the best uh, test is when you make an omelet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. You know how to cook. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this dish was. Mm-hmm. And when the little, when the, when the, when the, the critic eats it, mm-hmm. like the, it's a great scene. He mm-hmm. like, whoosh, like yeah. you hear that noise and he goes back to his childhood when he comes home, he's like, oh, and you know, obviously yeah. he's bullied and, and the mother makes the ratatouille for him and he feels better and it takes him back to his childhood mm-hmm. and everything like that. And he like, he's just like blown away by it. Yeah. Um, I was watching, I was on YouTube once, so I don't know what a hole I was down, but uh, there's something about that being like one of the best like cinematic scenes of all time. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just, it's like, yeah. Ratatouille. That, that, that scene in Ratatouille where it like shoots him back, like yeah. that's one of like the, according to whatever the person, but yeah. like that was one According of the, to Brad Bird's website? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yes. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, and it's just done so well. The film is done very, very well. And just to, to, to tag the end of this uh, before we, we wrap it up, I'm very excited mm-hmm. as, like I said, as a Disney fan and more specifically as a Disney Parks fan, mm-hmm. I'm very excited that we here on the East Coast and Florida, specifically at Walt Disney World, uh, hopefully by the end of this year, you know, with mm-hmm. everything going on, but hopefully by the end of this year, um, they are opening up a uh, an attraction in the Paris Pavilion at Epcot. That's what I was thinking the whole time I was watching this. I'm like, is this a ride or is this, this a is thing going to in be, Disney? This is going Please to tell be me there's going to be a restaurant where they're going to have rats, rats yeah. to, in tubes. No, what's going to happen is you're going to be <laughs> shrunk. You are shrunk down to the size of <laughs> Remy. Uh-huh. And you are li- and all the sets in this ride are all huge and gigantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're underneath the stove, you're under, you know, you're in the in the pantry, you're <laughs> going around. <laughs> and it's a combination of um 3D large format video yeah. and uh, physical sets and you know practical uh, effects, uh, and it's a it's a trackless ride, which means that you're in this little mouse cart mm-hmm. and it's trackless, so that you're not you know 
One ride, you could be on one side of the room, and one ride, you're on the other side of like the room. Like bumper cars? They're trackless, so they 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 run on a on a on a little wire that's embedded in the ground. Oh, and the computer okay. tells it which way to go. I'm like, oh, that's so gonna it's be mayhem. Smooth, yeah. and you can spin around 360. What other it, ride is trackless? Like, I don't. Uh, right? right now at Walt Disney World, uh, Rise of the Resistance is trackless, um, which is the new Star Wars ride. On, I think it's trackless. Um, I don't know if there's any other trackless. Like no. Was the the Ariel one? Was it the Little Mermaid no, one? No, that trackless? was that no. was another that we got one stuck on. Yeah, no. like, no. <laughs> that was all trackless. <laughs> we got stuck on it. Like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, just <laughs> and that same song over and over again. That's Kiss the girl. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> yes. Well, that's right. We were stuck. We, we were, were stuck at different parts. Stuck at different yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this. Uh, hopefully, you will not be stuck in the rapid <laughs> But yeah, so that is coming. Like that is coming this year. So so oh, it's very cool. exciting yeah. that they'll have that. And and also they do this cute thing for food and wine festival, which again they're doing this year, but it's 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 part down. But they'll put Remy in different parts of World Showcase at Epcot, Aww. like the little statue, yeah. and he's got something in his hand. So he'll have like an onion or a carrot or some food item. Uh-huh. And you buy, of course, uh-huh. you buy a map uh-huh. for like $6 uh-huh. with stickers. Uh-huh. And what you do is you have to go around. Let me, can I tell you, it's a lifesaver when you're trying to do food and wine with a four-year-old or five-year-old. <laughs> Believe me. Um, so you walk around, and when you find Remy, you put the sticker appropriate to the location uh-huh. that yeah. he's holding. At the very end, when you've gone, yeah, when you, finish you get a rat. S- no, you get <laughs> <laughs> you get a little prize. You get to pick a prize. Aww. Like a f- obviously, it's a. S- I, I pick a rat. It's like a They're six so dollar. They just gather all the rats. Disney, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Did you watch the little thing after about like the history of rats? I watched that too after it was over on Disney. I watched on Disney Plus. No, Disney Plus, no. Yeah, and it was like it was like the it was like a meal, the brother and Remy. Oh yes, I like had, talking yes. about the little history. Of a little I personally short, liked yeah. Emil. He was yeah. like yeah. my spirit rat. Like, Emil yeah. was great. Yes. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I don't know. I think it's a rapper. I'm like, yeah, that's how I eat. I eat more like a meal than like Remy. (laughs) Yeah, that's another great scene where he's like, here, eat this uh, strawberry. So he eats a strawberry. Okay, okay. And you see like the colors behind him and now eat the cheese. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Scale of one to 10. We usually do this before we wrap it up. Mm. Uh, Sarah, what would you give this film? Uh, An eight. An eight. Yeah, it's like eight and a half. Eight and a half. Obviously, I'm giving it a 10. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's my second. What's your first favorite? favorite? Yeah. Finding Nemo oh. is by far the perfect Disney movie. All right. Yeah. That's for me. That's the I saw that three times in the nice. movie theater. Yeah. India? Yeah. Yeah. When I first, because it was groundbreaking. Mm, yeah. 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 Also, a Pixar movie, interestingly enough. But yes, it's uh, that is my favorite. So, is Pixar ever done something without Disney? Or is it always Disney Pixar? No. Well, it's. It okay. was Pixar. It was and then Pixar. Disney bought it. Yes. Oh. So, Toy Story technically oh, was just Pixar. The okay. original Toy Story was just Pixar. Pixar. Disney distributed the film. Oh. But, uh, yeah, Steve Jobs. It's, you know, it's connected to Apple. That's, what, that's who Pixar was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Small world. Very good. So, uh, we do have this film here at the, cl- in, the in the collection. Ratatouille's in the collection. Oh, yeah. And as, we, as you probably heard, if you do happen to have Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be able to watch Disney Plus. And I think Freeform is going to be showing it this month because they're doing uh, the three-day weekend for mm-hmm. Disney weekends. Oh. So if you have Freeform on cable, just keep an eye out and you'll be able to watch it on Freeform too. So it's all good. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you so much for uh, another movie chat, ladies. Yeah, it's good it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Okay. And if you want to listen to our older movie chats, visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to watch yeah. and discuss, send us an email. 
podcast at mcplibrary.org. So for Sarah Faden and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We will see you on the next show.